Hello, this is Jamal. This is Fee. And welcome to the Untitled Playlist Podcast. We're yeah. back. After our small hiatus. Um, we try to come on a weekly basis, but you know, sometimes a babysitter is hard to come back, so it might be a little break in our episodes. But we are back. Let's say it. With a full episode. Our track this week will be Hobbies. Yeah, I know that sounds kind of joke, we'll delve deep more into that once we get to that section of the show. So we are going to kick it off with the status report. So, this week's episode, I'm a little proud, y'all, because... He did some work. I came up with everything, boom, bing, pow. Um, that was lame. Uh, the status report this week, I actually saw a meme. It was a joke, but I don't remember the whole joke. But basically, uh, it was around Valentine's Day, and I guess it was supposed to be like a girl put a picture up, and the guy's response was, hey, take that post down. You know we're supposed to be building on the low. Now, I mean, you know, Twitter had a field day with it. It was funny, blah, blah, blah. But what I pulled from it was that... That's real life? Yeah, that's real life. That Basically, women are kind of out there getting placed in these situationships and they want relationships and they just for some reason miss it like for some reason there's certain um conversations that's had between her and the guy she's dealing with and she actually believes that it's headed to a relationship and that's just not gonna happen he's just tagging her alone and i just i don't know i was more so intrigued by the disconnect of like how women are missing it um i think sometimes women are so caught up in like they have somebody that's entertaining them. Like you be put in a situation where it's like you're in a situation, you don't realize you're in a situation because you're so happy and wanting a relationship, you think that's what you got. Well, I'm sorry. I guess, yeah, I didn't take into account that, like, you know what I'm saying? Maybe it's not even necessarily a blind. This is more so a settling. Like, yeah, I think it's both. Well, yeah, a combination of both, but in the aspect of settling, it's like, yeah, this ain't what I wanted, but, hell, we do go on dates, we do sleep together on the regular, he paid me some kind of attention, if he want to build on the low, I, I did quotation. Build on the low, a.k.a. I don't want people to know about us Yeah. because of a reason. Yeah, I, I don't, like, I don't know, maybe I'm not cool enough, but what the fuck does build on the low mean? Like, that sounds so, like... I don't know how somebody sees it, hears it, and be like, you right, we building on the low. Like, we making this, like, we making a building downtown, but can't nobody see it. Like, what? Well, what if, I don't know, or maybe, like, if you want to be dumb about it, it's like, I don't want people to know what we got going on because, I don't want certain rumors to start or yeah, yeah, people yeah. to talk shit about me because maybe I have a bad past. You know what you are, you're right. And I, and I think or I, not. I think I did bring it up when I, I brought the post to you that, like, there are situations where it's like, hey, you know, people like to serve drama and they might not want to see us together, so let's just kind of work on this on the low and blah, blah, blah. But I just feel like... Like, in the general sense, like, ain't, ain't no, none of us ain't that important. Like, ain't nobody in our pieces like that. You can gladly build your relationship with somebody and, you know, have a social media aspect to it and ain't nobody going to tear it down. Like, because I feel like... I can kind of see that being a thing, though, but... I don't know. It's 
But, you know, at the same time, it's like, why do you care what people think? And I kind of feel like even if y'all do, quote-unquote, build on the low, once y'all have built, like, let's say for the sake, because, I mean, I just feel like that's a bullshit line, but let's just say for the sake that it's, it's true and he really wants to just build something that, like, you know, other people can't be involved in. Once it's complete and y'all do go public, what's stopping them from tearing it down? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, unless y'all going to forever be building on the low, what's, what's stopping it once y'all decide to come from the low? So, I don't know. Like I said, I feel like there is some, I, you know, so when I sit back and think about it, there is some credence to that statement. I just feel like in general, like, it's just... For the most part, it's bullshit. Like, I, uh, I mean, I feel like I repeated every episode. Dudes, just tell her what you want. And women, if that ain't what you want, don't fall. Like, the second you hear something, that's like, hey, that, Ooh, that ain't what I wanted. Don't just, settle. Just move on. Just to kind of add on with that, I had um, saw somebody saying something along the lines of, all I want is a good friend that I could bone from time to time without her thinking we're in a relationship. But we can do stuff together. Mm-hmm. But just be friends. And is it too much to ask? And what's funny is, like, um, I thought no, as long as you and that person on the same page, and, and I think y'all, you know, if if y'all on the same page and they know what it is, if you make that clear, now true enough, they might not be down. You might not have the person you thought you wanted, but they might not be down with. Oh, we sleep together, we do a lot of stuff together, but we're not in a relationship. They might not actually like the whole idea, so you might lose out on it. But I don't feel like nothing's wrong with wanting it. Yeah, like, you know, like I told you before, like, I used to have my friend that used to be so hell-bent on telling every girl he met he loved them so they'd like him more and he can, you know, get what he wants from them. But I used to tell him all the time, like, well, you don't have to lie. Like, there's so many women that you could just straight up say, like, I ain't really looking for relationships. I just kind of like to sleep around. And it's women that's willing to do that. But for some reason, it's built into a lot of men's minds. They're like, nah, I got to lie, play games, and blah, 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 to get what I want. I think a lot of it is, though, that, like, I know that I just want to sleep with that woman, but she won't go for it. And I, like, and you got to lie to get it. Yeah, so I, I get that. And um, I lost my train of thought. Damn. But, uh, yeah, oh, you know what it is? And... Also, you have, like, men that will be honest with women, but women will be like, yeah, that's what he's saying, but once he sleeps with me and I just show him how much of an amazing person I am, I can change his mind. And they still end up approaching. <laughs> yeah, it's like they still end up approaching the situation and thinking that they can turn into a relationship when it's like, you know, and which I feel like at that point, like, if you got a dude that's straight up being honest with you and you still decide to pursue them as if you're going to turn it into a relationship. You're you just, stupid. <laughs> you're stupid. Yeah, you just, you kind of ask for that one, so. Yeah. That's, that's the deal on that one. We'll move on into repost we talk. And as of this afternoon, this Saturday afternoon, the famous and beloved rapper Nicki Minaj is still alive, but her career has passed on to the other side. And she was, um, I guess you could say, in the first 48 cents, murdered. 
Now, um, we ain't finna go into hip-hop or music. You can look for that on my other podcast with my two brothers called the Free Meals Club, so be sure to look for that on SoundCloud. Is that a plug? ITunes. That is a plug. But, um, yeah, basically uh, what I wanted to touch on was one of her specific bars where uh, Remy Ma basically states that she had a conversation with Meek Mill, and Meek Mill just gave her all this negative information about Nicki Minaj. And I thought, hmm. That's a good way to kind of talk about how are you supposed to talk about ex, a recent breakup with an ex and that ex comes up in conversation. How should that be handled? Now, I feel like it's a lot of different variations. Like, breakup could have been bad. You could have been wrong. She could have been wrong. Equal agreement, blah, blah, blah. But, like, in a general sense, how should you, like, speak when it's brought up in conversation? I'm sure in most cases you shouldn't just be running around talking about them. You should be moving on. But, you know. You know, circles are small. Yeah, you know, it just might come up in conversation, and when it does, how do you speak about that person? Um, it. I mean, this is kind of hard for me because I two relationships. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I ain't been in many relationships, but it depends. Like some people straight up, this nigga, fuck this bitch, and this and this and that. But if you gonna take the more um, I hear you laughing. Anyway, if you, I mean, you and you know, you want to be all civilized and whatnot, then you, you know, you might not have nothing negative to say. I definitely don't think you should go into like spilling y'all business. I think I don't know about the whole beef thing. Like I didn't listen to it. I, I didn't hear that part or whatever. But like, if he was talking about sex game or um I, I really don't think you should be like digging into nobody's business because just like petty ass people when y'all break up you want the first thing you want to say is oh well his team is little or man she's slow and this and this and that when it's like your ass wasn't saying that when y'all was together so I don't think you should be like putting their business out there and going into details about their sex life or any other personal life. Like, if if you feel like fuck that bitch, I'm glad I'm over that person or you got a few negative things to say you want to, oh, well, that's fine. But, you know, I think it's a it's a line that should be drawn and not crossed when it comes to, um, you know, anything to say after. I don't know. Break <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, even if you go, because I feel like I said it's different variations, but even if you go to the worst-case scenario, like, it was a terrible breakup. The person treats you like shit. They were just dog, awful, terrible. If for some reason they brought up in conversation, I feel like the best thing is just, because I feel like not only does it just help in the sense of, like, you're not continuing on negative energy, it just kind of helps with moving on. Like, if you're able to, like, bring that person up and, like, Hey, when the last time you talked to us, such and such? Because, you know, usually when somebody brings it up, like brings up an ex or something, it's probably because they don't know the variation of the breakup. They just have a rapport with the person. They just ask them in a general sense. You could just easily be like, oh, you know. Stop smacking that gun. You know, just it didn't work out or, you know. Um, just just try to keep it subtle because if you go like into detail and stuff for one, you're probably gonna end up saying some stuff that just adds on to the drama, and now you can brought somebody else into it. And then for two, you feeding back into the negativity of the breakup. So 
if you want to move forward, just kind of talk about it. Because, you know, once you give them that answer of, like, a subtlety of, like, oh, just don't work out or blah, blah, blah. If that person keeps egging it on, that means they're just looking for drama anyway. So, it could, it that could, sounds so funny that you said it because you're a nice guy. And I'm just like, what that bitch? You really like fucking? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, I mean, well, I mean, don't get me wrong because it could also be a situation where somebody could be asking about, like, a, a crucial, like, aspect and, like, dealing with that person and you can protect them from something. Like, somebody could be like, oh, yeah, I was looking about going into a certain partnership with such and such, and, you know, after dealing with that person, and that could be in a general sense. It might not even be, like, a breakup. You could know that, like, oh, no, they, like, they gonna fuck you over. Don't mm-hmm. do it. So, I feel like that's different. But if it's just a general, like, I'm just trying to get some info on y'all breakup, you should be able to give that person a subtle answer and move forward. And that person keeps pressing it on, then they they clearly looking for some drama, and you shouldn't want that energy anyways. Yeah, go with what your mom said. I like your answer better than mine. No, I mean, I feel like you say good stuff, too, though. <laughs> but that being said, we're going to get into this main track. Track three, track four, track, track five. five. It's going to work in there. Y'all, y'all, will see, y'all will see it in the title. Um, mm-hmm. But it's hobbies. Now, um, I know that sounds general. Y'all think about arts and crafts, downloading your Pinterest app, blah, 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 which could possibly be a, uh, a, a uh, something that you can go to. But I would, I love Pinterest. Yeah, Pinterest. I haven't been on there for, in a while, though. Pinterest needs to get back on it's there. It's actually pretty often, especially if you're looking for, like, cool pictures and shit. Yeah, I think it's on Instagram, but it's really on Pinterest. But, um... Yeah, I was more so looking at it in a deeper level as, like, as adults, like, I feel like we constantly, uh, I don't know the word, but, like, we constantly have fame and uh, success and stuff put in our face, so we never lose that whole, oh, chase your dreams, and this isn't like a whole shit, you know, chasing your dreams at a certain age, like, you shouldn't be 30 trying to be something, but I think it's responsible as adults to at some point possibly come to a realization. And I think it's a it's a mentally healthy thing to just say, hey, maybe I'm not going to – I know it sounds cliche and, like, I'm trying to be funny, but, like, hey, I'm not going to become that rapper. Hey, I'm not going to become that actor. Hey, I'm not going to um, become that, I don't know, radio DJ. Just I'm not going to become that super successful, famous thing. But I think people are afraid to um, – face that because they think, well, once I do that, that means I'm just going to work the job, I'm going to pay bills and die. And I feel like that's not necessarily the case, and that's where our track comes in, hobbies. Like, I feel like, you know, if you can, you know, let go of the whole chasing the dream and maybe manifest that dream into a hobby, like, say say you really thought that, like, you were going to become this famous book writer, and it just doesn't seem like it's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? You could still use that. I mean, like, okay, well, I'm not writing no more. I care my ass to work every day and pay my bills and hope for the best. You could still fully embrace that hobby. And I think for a lot of people, they don't necessarily know, like, once they let go of their dream, it's like, well, I'm not doing it, so I'm not doing nothing. It's so much other stuff that you could fully embrace your own stuff in. I feel like it would be the simplest thing. Like, for instance, people might think that, like, watching TV is like this, like, that ain't a hobby. You know what I'm saying? That ain't nothing for real. But I feel like you could find a good show and you can fully immerse yourself in it. You can get to, like, say, who's the director? Who's the actor? What if they directed? What if they didn't wrote? 
what uh what is it based off of? What was that about? Let me watch that like and just like make it a full fandom of that T V show and fully embrace yourself in it. And I feel like in some aspects, depending on what it is you watch watching T V can be a hobby. Um a great and favorite pastime of mine is reading comics. Now I know that might not be something that a lot of people might not want to give nope. you. Nope. I'm just But a lot of these shows that are on TV right now, they probably came from comics. And a lot of people don't like reading. They don't like reading 20,000-word books and shit. In comics, you get a lot of imagery and not that many words. And it's just something that, like, I didn't fully embrace and I love it to do. And it, it was one of those things where it's like, you know, I, I had aspirations of trying to write a book or just trying to write something creative and have it turn into something. And then that, and until that, I kind of, just started falling in love with comics and that's something I was just able to fully embrace. You got me? Mm-mm. No. Um, something, one thing about how big is, like, I feel like as we get older, and other people get older and stuff, I feel like they let go of their hobbies because they feel like, oh, this is not important my priorities are going to work, paying my bills, take care of my kids, whatever it is that you hold as a priority. But I think, like, stress-wise and stuff, I think you need your hobby to, like, you know, have a, a, a easy side or, you know, something less stressful. It's like, yeah, we all got our priorities, but you need something that you enjoy doing that's not necessarily, um, you know, it might not, not be a priority. It might not be a necessity, but it's like you don't realize that you kind of need it, you know. It, it, it is like I, I wouldn't want to call it a distraction, and I don't want to say something that takes you from reality, but sometimes we get so caught up in this cycle of pay bills, take care of responsibilities, go to work, wash my ass, <laughs> pay bills, take care of responsibilities, go to work, wash my ass. That that's all we do. It can be a really mentally and like unhealthy and draining thing. And like, like I said, not to say it's a distraction or, or a a a, uh, a disband of reality. It's sometimes good to jump into other worlds. Now in comics, you literally do that. You literally like read this world and you embrace yourself in, it and you can just get to be in this world and that reality for however long you read. But you can have something. Um, I, my mind keeps wanting to go to work out, which that is a great hobby, but I feel like it's so typical. I want to find something a little more creative. But um, you could do something like like having a garden. Like I know my aunt and uncle has a garden in their backyard, but it's like mentally that's something that you can just embrace yourself in and for however many, you know, hours or minutes it takes to, you know what I'm saying, set your lawn or plant your seeds, picking out what you want to plant. Am I planting something I want to do for scenery? Am I planting something I want to do for health? Like, it's so many different avenues in having a garden and gardening that you just get to fully embrace yourself in that world and it kind of alleviates the stress from the other world. Like I said, not a distraction. It's not like, oh, God, I don't know how I'm going to pay the light bill. I'm going to go plant some flowers. <laughs> like, no, it's... It's something that, like, it just gives you something that can give you a more positive and less stressful feeling that you get to go do once you get to step outside of that cycle of paying bills and going to work every day. Um, You know, something I think might be a mistake. People um, sometimes 
brush off their hobbies or um, brush them off because they feel like nothing's coming from it. You even had that problem when you were saying the something about writing a book or something. <laughs> and, like, you're like, well, who's going to read it? But, I mean, you got to think about some stuff you do for you. Like, look at us in this whole podcast. It's like... We're just like, oh, let's do it. We enjoy doing it. If people listen, they listen, whatever. But um, I don't know. It's just something fun. and Yeah, that's why, you know, even though, like, we do want to keep a consistency, that's why we don't put that pressure of, oh, we got to put a new episode out. Oh, we should get us mics and work on the quality. Oh, let's, no, no, we ain't promoting it. Like, in, at the end of the day, the core of this is it's a hobby that we have fun with, and it's, it's another small release from that, you know, shit. Four kids. <laughs> yeah, know. which is why it took us three. Like, we looked up three and, weeks, you know, so. got a babysitter for three and the other week, so. <laughs> but it's just, you know, it's 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 a very, like I said, it's 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 another, as corny as I, cause I keep saying it as it sounds, it's just a world that you can reverse yourself in. Like, a lot of people get stuck in their cycle, and it, it can be so draining that you just mentally become blind to the fact that, like, damn, this is this is all I do all the time, every single day, and that you don't even realize that that's what the bulk of your stress is, that you're not allowing yourself to be inundated with something else. And it's, I feel like... I feel like it's, it's it's a little bit of positivity because with social media you see other people doing so much other shit, so it tempts you to do it. But in 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 like in reality, most people get so stuck in just being in their phone and going to work. I mean, that, no, I mean you say <laughs> that, but you are in society. I mean, well, think about some of the you know, like we said, like that that whole. But even if you're learning about something, because I want to start this new thing. I won't say what it is, but you know, like. Even I've been researching. I haven't actually started, it, but like I've been looking up. She's gonna say a goat milk, y'all. Shut the fuck up. She's been for some reason researching goat. Been on Google. She Felicia's a goat. She's been seeing all these memes about people being the greatest all the time, but she's like, but that still a goat, and goats make milk, and everybody's gonna tell me on the ground. <laughs> yeah, but like th- there's this thing I want to start. Um, doing um and i've been like researching about it you know as of now that's the hobby until i actually start you know doing it and you know what another thing in which i didn't think about that too just now as far as in relation to the things that you want to do i think a problem that a lot of people and that we've been doing when we do search for these hobbies we and it makes sense we think of what can make me money and that's what I that's what I mean. And it's like a lot of times I mean, that's not a bad thing, but at some point it kinda of becomes a hustle, not a hobby. And which hustles aren't bad at all, but having a good hustle or looking for a good hustle doesn't really help what we talking about as far as filling that void of being stuck in a cycle of life and needing something to fill that void. A good hustle ain't gonna do that. All it's really gonna do is make the cycle of life easier if it's successful. Like yeah, that. you'll be blessed to be successful in your hobby, like financially. That's yeah, a that you should just take if it comes, but that shouldn't be your yeah, cause reason behind. Yeah, because if that becomes your reason, for one, it's gonna make it a little more unattainable. And for two, it really just adds on to the cycle. Like, oh, I got more money, so now. All the stress I have about bills and going to work, it's a little easier. 
but you still got to pay bills and go to work. So we don't really help with what we think could hit, would help, which would be a hobby. So I feel like, you know, kind of to add on to the topic, when searching for a hobby, try to find something that you ain't looking to get revenue in. You're just looking for something that's fun to do. Or yeah, like my mom and, so what y'all make us doing this podcast for? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I feel like, you know, with podcasts not being that popular, a lot of times when people hear that you're doing one, because everybody does, we so fun. Everybody does a podcast now, but don't nobody know what it is. But uh, um, whenever we try to bring them somebody, they they looking for, like, what's the end goal? And you that's have to it. Yeah, it's like, well, so who y'all trying to, like, if ain't nobody listening, what's the one, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's fun. It's a hobby. Somebody listening. It gives us happiness and all that stuff. So, I feel like that's a big thing when looking for a hobby. Look for something that you ain't necessarily looking for no revenue in. It's like not that I necessarily gave up on the uh, the wheel of wanting to try to write something. It's like when I when I started engulfing in comics, you know, getting back into video games, you know, watching a little more anime and TV and stuff like that. None of that stuff can bring me money, but it it, it it's something that I can embrace and just fully just jump into the world of it. So. So okay, um, share your few hobbies that you center. Oh oh yeah, well as far as hobbies, had, so. as far as hobbies that I've actually attempted that doesn't involve me, I guess the hobbies that I partake in now are uh, like something that somebody else has created. But before that, I was really hell bent on creating my own type of I guess uh, art. Which way? Art to say, uh, I tried rapping. I tried writing a book. I tried making beats. You see, I tried making beats. I tried to rap. I tried writing a book. I tried. I tried drawing. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I definitely tried drawing. He was in Walmart. Yeah, I, I had like I, this, I bought all the supplies. Wow, the supplies, and books. I told him, I said, "You're not gonna care about this in a week." And but this thing, I did. It, it was never a out of the. I can't talk. Every time I stopped a hobby, it wasn't because I didn't care no more. It was because I just realized that I wasn't good at it, and I didn't have the motivation to put in the work to get good at it. Like I always felt like I was a good writer, but I can't rap. Like I just couldn't rap, and I didn't. It's like, bro, I'm not gonna put my ten. My uh, ten thousand hours on this, so I'm not gonna get good at it. When it came to making beats, I feel like I did some pretty decent stuff, but it was something fun to do to jump in and out of. Like again, I'm not gonna put my ten thousand hours and master this. When it came to drawing, I can't fucking draw. It was kind of fun to like, you know what I'm saying? But because a, a big thing for me is like I like listening to a lot of music, but I maybe don't just want to sit down and stare at the wall and listen to music. I kind of want to do something while I'm listening to music. And I found drawing, and I was trying to engulf myself in it, but I'm just not a good drawer, and I'm not. I don't have enough. So was it fun? Yeah, it was fun though. It was, and it's like I should have kept doing it. Yeah, and it's like, and it's not necessarily that I quit, but I feel like, like, say somebody was on the same path as me of searching for a hobby, and they they came across drawing like I did. It's like though I'm not good at it. It's like I have fun. I get to listen to my music, and it's fun in the moment. I'm probably never gonna fail this. I'm probably never gonna get past under average expert level, but it's like, it's still fun while I'm doing it, so you shouldn't stop. The only reason I stopped is because, I mean, I got other shit that I could be doing, so I just stopped. Like but what? Reading comics, reading manga, watching anime, watching TV, 
at least playing the game. Uh, playing the game. Final Fantasy 15 ain't going nowhere. Um, but yeah, so um, just in relation to the whole drawing thing, I, I think that's a good thing to kind of point out to people. Just because you're not good at your hobby doesn't mean you should stop it. If you having fun, like I don't know, say your thing is like trying to sew clothes, but that shit looks bummy as fuck. If you have fun while you're in your sew machine and coming up with your designs, don't stop. Like, just because ain't no money coming from it, if you're having fun, that's the goal. And that's the thing that I want to point out. Like, the whole point of this, you know, trek and talking about hobbies is, like, this is something to break that cycle of pay bills. This is something to break that cycle of making it to Friday. <laughs> the art of not of making it to Friday can be some depressing shit. And something Speak for yourself. Everybody ain't just looking to make it to Friday. I mean, hey, more, more blessings <laughs> to you if you ain't, you know what I'm saying, your life don't revolve around making it to Friday. But for us that do, there can be some depressing shit, and sometimes you need something to get away from. I'll be okay. I'll um, you do. Don't include me in it. I bet you do. Nah, but, um, yeah, do them hobbies, though. Yeah. Find you a hobby, baby. Get you a hobby. Get you a hobby. Don't My leave hobby no is stone unturned. I don't got no hobby. You got some. But anyways, we're going to move on into our final segment, Unplanned Parenthood. I already see it out here. Shut up. And uh, so this, not this week, but before we recorded this episode, um, Fee's niece have been kind of dealing with some uh, issues at school as far as uh, bullying and just dealing with shithead kids and stuff like that. There was a situation I didn't tell you about, too, this week. Oh, well, we'll probably say that for off the podcast. (laughs) Oh, girl, what happened? (laughs) Look, everybody's Everybody's listening. I'm like, I wonder what that was. But anyway, it kind of led into multiple conversations of like, how are we going to deal with our kids and teaching them how to deal with disputes and what we'll find is how not to raise punk ass kids. Yeah, how not to raise punk ass kids, but also keep them from being unnecessarily violent. So it brought on a bunch of different conversations, and we figured we share with you all. So, Fee, thought. Um, shoot. It's real hard. Like, oh, it's so hard. Um, one, something I'm always preaching is, um, stand up for yourself. Somebody's mean to you, be mean back to them. Um, and it's, it's, it's real hard for us because we have little kids. And, um, like you always tell me, it's like, I might, try to stress to Tizzy to be mean or cuss this person back out or say something mean to them if they're mean to you. But that might not be in her personality. Like, she might not want to yell and be mean to somebody. But I don't really care about that. She don't need to toughen up, and she needs to be mean if somebody's mean to her. Um I mean, and to be honest, shit, that goes for all ages. It, it, it sucks nowadays because it's like these kids now are just horrible as fuck. But I feel like that's the only way to raise them and prepare them for what's to come is by trying to make them tough as possible and, um, 
you know, just tell them to always stand their ground, stick up for themselves, and do whatever it takes. Even if you got kill other way, don't kill them. Jesus Christ. No, um, no, uh, just <laughs> tapping onto that point of, like, this world, like, it's so, so many videos of kids fighting in high school. And it's like, some of those videos, it's, it's, it's even hard for me to watch because it's, it's hard for me to not think about my own child. And for some reason, my brain doesn't go, oh, that could be my child beating another kid. My my brain automatically goes, oh, that's my kid getting kicked in the face. Like, it irritates me. I think about, like, what, it just, it's, it's, a, it's such a negative emotion because I know if I was to ever see something like that, I would lose my fucking mind. And it's like, it's hard because that's the world we live in, and you got to kind of prepare your kids for it. And with me being an inherently nonviolent person, it's like you you want to teach your kids to like be as peaceful as possible. But like when violence presents itself, you got to prepare them for that. And I know I'm a I'm a big proponent of like defending yourself, but also having a step above that. Like don't just be sitting around waiting for somebody to hit you. Like if you find yourself in an altercation, and these are things that I plan on telling my kids, it's just me expressing my thoughts out loud. But if you find yourself in an altercation where it's like it's it's some it's some aggressive language going on, you might just have to go ahead and haul off and defend yourself before it even punches a thumb. Because like I said, sitting around yeah, because, I sitting mean, around waiting on somebody to hit you, you're gonna be the nigga getting kicked in the face. Yeah, because nowadays too, a lot of these kids they all talk, so they're gonna try their best to verbally abuse mm-hmm. you and. You know, sometimes you get fed up and you don't want to be picked on every day. Even if somebody's not physically touching you, it's like, depending on how long somebody's bothering you or something, you might want to hit the ass first. <laughs> yep. And it's, it's, it's so many layers to it having daughters and a son because with daughters, especially like, because I don't remember this growing up in high, in high school, middle school, that. You get being a pretty girl. I was like, ugly then. <laughs> it was like you know, not to come off as arrogant. I have cute daughters, and I would hate that like they grow up and just because they're pretty, like oh well, we gonna pick on them because we don't like that they're cute, and you know, your little troll ass kids want to pick on my kids because you know what I'm saying because they're pretty, and it's like I have to you know prepare them for that and tell them certain things and it sucks because you have to deal with a, another layer of like you know what she was saying like what if you have a kid that's like hey I don't want to fight like I want to stay away from it and I feel like and it's something I've always preached before I even had kids the definition of brave isn't like when shit gets real you ain't scared you haul the fuck off you have to be scared to be brave and I and really basically fighting your fear the fear is there you you, you fight, fight against it and I really want to instill it in my kids to let them know like because I feel like it's a big misstep that parents make with kids. They they tell them that, like, you can't be scared. And it's like, no, you if you're scared, you need to fully embrace that and then know that you got to go against that because that's what bravery is. Bravery ain't like, oh, I'm scared. I'm not supposed to be this. Let me figure out how to not be this. It's like, no, I accept that, you know what I'm saying, these three or four girls are walking around school talking about me, and I'm scared, and I accept that, but... I got to go against that, and I got to let them know that this shit ain't going to be able to happen. And that's just with daughters. I feel like I have a whole nother layer with the son because I feel like that's a part of being a man of, like, you can't, you know what I'm saying? It's it's a whole nother conversation of, like, what's the definition of being a quote-unquote punk? 
but it's like it's just this whole other thing like you got to be a little manly you got to kind of hold your own and it's like you know what i'm saying especially if you know coming up under me being this you know tended punk you so big <laughs> no i ain't no damn bitch but no uh <laughs> But no, just I'm I'm you know what I'm saying I'm quiet I'm timid I keep to myself whatever and it's like coming from that and if he was to inherit that it's like hey I ain't really with all this big manly muscle manly blah 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 shit and it's like but I still got to instill in him like hey sometimes you got to defend yourself you can't you can't be too you know you got to accept yourself you know and I'm I'm speaking in terms of that this is how my son grows to be this nigga can grow up and be the most manliness of I don't give a fuck whatever but I just want to instill in him it's like it's okay because I feel like and it's not to say that you know not to knock my parents in any shape form it's just like I feel like I, I was never embraced in a sense of like hey it's okay that you're quiet and timid and shy you should fully embrace that just know when it's time to you know uh defend yourself and stand up for yourself, you got to also do that. And it's okay that if in certain instances you feel scared, accept it, and then move forward. And I just want to be able to put that in my son. And um, since he's uh, falling asleep over here. But, um, yeah, you know. Yeah, I just hope we don't have to deal with them problems. Even though, like, we're dealing with, like, like our problems now are, like, Second grade problems. Yeah, they're not real. <laughs> She's not my friend no more. Like this stuff is it's it's petty now. But um, yeah, I think that this is about it. I'm about to take a shower and eat some ice cream. At what time is it? I think it's two in the morning. No, no it's probably one. It's two in the morning. One in the morning. Yeah, well, I'm about to shower, eat some ice cream, go to bed, and I'm gonna probably watch Cowboy Bebop. So. We will catch y'all on the next episode. Deuces. Bye.